What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Laura, what do you got? Just another reason to love living in California, okay? Okay. I went to Disneyland over the weekend, and I went to the Adventure Campus. By the way, if you haven't gone, you have to go. And now, if you're a California resident, for a limited time, California residents can visit the Disneyland Park and Disneyland California Adventure for only $83 a day. Okay, that's a steal. $83 a day. Because usually it's a little bit more. That's good. You heard me right. $83 for both parks. Okay? That's good. And let's say you don't live in the area like we do, right? You're like up north or more towards San Diego, and you need a place to stay. There's a 25% off on selected uh, select stays at the hotels on the property starting now to October 2nd. So you can either save 25% off on Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa, which, by the way, amazing hotel, or 20% at the Disneyland Hotel. So no excuse to not go see you, you know what, guys? Can we just break it down? I really love the Adventures Campus. I was, like, <laughs> geeking out. I was, like, taking pictures. I was taking video. And I was I saw Captain America just look just like him. I was geeking out. I even wanted to buy that $100 Subway sub, sub thing that they're selling, but it feeds, like, six people. I'm like, okay, there's only one more with me, so we're good. We don't need to do that. So, anyways, you got to go check it out. $83 a day for both parks is a steal if you're a California resident. All right, sweet. All right. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, so here's my uh, suggestion before I get to the calls. Here's my suggestion. I think we need to do not a live show for radio. We need to do a live show somewhere. No taping. No, no taping. taping. Only adult content. Okay. Like... That means there could be some swear words. There could be some swear words. Okay? But no no taping, though. No no, no, no podcast. No podcast. No on the air. No phones. Nobody's allowed to record on a phone. We'll take pictures after, uh, but no taping. And just like, we we talk. Like talk, talk? Like talk. I think we get a lot of people to go. I think someone's going to record. Well, phones. you take their phones at the beginning of the Ooh, of it and put it all in weird. bags, and they take and they get right it like a coat check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when prison. you go to go see uh, Dave Chappelle, he takes your phone before you go sit down. Right, and like I've been to events like roasts um, that they will take your phones and they take your they, phones at movie. Program. And there are security people walking up and down the aisles making sure. That, that people are not using their phones. Yeah, no phone, no recording device. Right, because- and I'm not saying we're going to say anything outlandish, but I'm just saying, like, we're going to have these same conversations we have, but like adults. Mm. Who's going to be the security? Is it going to be Morales or Ireland? Well, I mean, Ireland's going to, he's going to put, a, he's going to put his foot down on people. I know, yeah. and he's tall, so you can see them being sneaky. Right. <laughs> exactly. How do you think Ireland would reason, feel Morales these being? Is more, is, Morales is more, has potential to be more intimidating, though. Well, and Travis could be a security guard. Oh, for sure. Travis for sure. Just yeah. keep him away from like the corn dogs and stuff like that. Right. He'll totally right. abandon the job. Right. What's Mason gonna do? Nothing. <laughs> Mason's gonna. He won't even show up. So nah, he'll come. Yeah. He'll come. He'll come. How about comedy store on Sunset? Let, if you do it at a comedy club, that's when people are like, "Okay, I'm here." Yeah, I'm but they're to gonna have to want let us do that there. They're well, not. Gonna, why would we be there? Well, because we're gonna bring people with us. That's why. I get it, but they have people there already when they're when they're open. <laughs> Not on Tuesdays. You know Not what, George? George, there are multiple rooms at the comedy store. No, I know, I know. And and I'm I just know. saying that if we say, hey, look, we want to book a room one night, we're gonna do a thing, and we're gonna bring a lot of people, and they're gonna drink, and they're gonna have a good time, and be like, okay, great, let's do it. You it's think a special so? Show. Yeah, okay. I do. Okay. In fact, I'm. What quite do you think, Greg? I mean, you sound very confident. But, of course, okay. I'm confident. I under I I know how this thing goes. Okay. So, what does uh, producer Greg has to say about all of this? I'm I'm all for it. I actually really like the idea. I think it'd be fun, and I like that we've now relegated all the other hosts to being like bouncers. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very intimidating. <laughs> Who would be the doorman? Sliwa. Sliwa's. Sliwa could be the doorman. No, I no? don't trust Sliwa to be a good doorman. No. <laughs> really? No. Uh, He's intimidating. He Sliwa. Is he? He's quiet. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Sneaky. people would just push him to the side and no, go in. We have to put him like in a beret or something. Something odd. 
Yeah. It makes folks wonder. Yeah. Does he know karate? <laughs> but I do think that would be fun. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, overt. Like, it's not like we're going to curse every second of the day. I mean, oh, I'm really, in. George? Because off air, I, I got to say, like, I think I curse a lot. You, you actually beat me a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I have had, there have been members of this audience that have been at events that we've had for the station and have actually heard me talk like I normally talk, and they do love it. It is because I am a potty mouth, for sure. Maybe we should do it at, like, the Ace Hotel or the Orpheum or something near the station. Uh, we had an event. The last time I had an event, what's the name of that hotel down the street? Fig? Hotel Fig? Figueroa, yeah. Figueroa. That's a nice spot. It, it is, is a nice spot. But you know what? I'm not a big fan of their Mexican, though. Have you had the yeah. food at the restaurant? Yeah, I, I, um, I briefly. I don't remember <laughs> you it. Briefly you had, had food, food at the restaurant. No, I mean, like, I, I picked at something. Like, I oh. didn't have like an actual f- meal. No, they had, they had dope food. Like, we just, they had the Michael Thompson Q and A, and the food was good. The little appetizers, the drinks were good. The appetizers are good. The drinks oh. are good. The drinks were good. Yeah, the they had good bartenders. Good. The whole yeah. key to this, though, is no phones, no recording device. So None. that whatever is said um, is private and it is only for the people that are there. And then it actually makes it that much more exciting because then the next time we do it, people are like, dude, I got to go. Because they didn't exactly put out highlights on Twitter. Nope, there are there no highlights. No Just pictures, still this. pictures. Right. Yes. So that's it. It's got to be no phones, no recording devices. Those who are in, you get it. Those who are out, you'll have to wait until the next time. But I right. like the idea. I like the concept. I'm good with it. It's exclusive. That's dope. We just got to get Tommy, Tommy involved. He'll be, in, he'll be for it. We can get this done. Isn't he listening to the show? How come he hasn't texted us already? <laughs> yeah. uh, because I'm he listens on the stream and Chris LAFC's on Chris must be very busy because he hasn't texted very much other than one time today. Like, he must be, something's up with him. Well, he's doing push-ups. He's got to work security for this event we just did. <laughs> yeah, Chris will definitely, like, smash somebody's phone if he has to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they make a bit out of it. He'll take that. Yeah, he'll take that bullet for sure. He'll laugh at you and be like, ah, see, it's funny. It's a bet. It's I a ruined bet. your phone. <laughs> see? <laughs> now try to call home. Oh, you can't ET? You can't call home? Oh, no, that's too who bad. Would be the, the phone, who would be the phone checker? Janice? Yeah. Janice, Janice is nice. Yeah, no. she's so nice. She'll she's take so care nice. of your phone for sure. She'll take yeah. care of it and she'll make sure that it what stays about safe. Carlo? Carlo could be a phone checker. Yeah, I think Carlo could be a phone checker. Yeah. Briones would be someone like Morales throwing people's phones. Like, no, yeah, Briones would be. A good I want Briones in the back with us. Oh yeah. Oh, he got stories. Y'all don't even know. Keep yeah. Keep mm-hmm. us hype. You know. Keep us loose. Yeah. He would too. He definitely. Um. Would. I, it, it, I. I. There. There have been other shows, radio shows, that have done stuff like this in the past. We're not, this isn't unique necessarily, but very few have pulled it off well. Is what I would say. But I, I was at could. one where where they pulled it off well. I think awesome. we got the people to pull it off well. Yeah. Yeah. So just just we're just gonna roll up and just be like, boom. All right, here's a important question. Mm-hmm. Are we all dressing somewhat alike or unique? No, you just I'm dress how you want like to dress. you. Yeah, you dress like about? you want. Well, I'm not I don't like to wear <laughs> uniforms. No, like you know, like you rolling in like you a whole squad together, no. kinda. No, 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 like no. matching outfits. No, 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 like matching outfits. We about? don't got to coordinate or anything. No. You know? We're not a Everybody group of kids at Disneyland. Style. Hey, <laughs> you know what? When you go to Disneyland, you do you, okay, Busa? If you want to coordinate, oh coordinate. wow! <laughs> I feel like you you, you, you touched the nerve there. Yes, you Apparently. did. Now, by the way, see if we were doing this show in like some theater or whatever, this would get a lot more heated right now. Yes, it would. It might come to blows. Perhaps violent. No. She's hitting me. No, I yeah. would never. I'm not violent like that because I'm Latino, I, Greg. N- now, well, Gelato gotta, Drew is a, is a P1 listener to this radio station. Uh, Gelato Drew, would you attend an event like this? Um, absolutely. Of course. But the security, this, here's the thing with the security. You can't count on Travis depending on what, the, what food is at the buffet. Yep. And if there's drinks and perico flowing, Morales oh. ain't gonna be useful. Morales is mm. not gonna be useful. You're right. And if Raj is there, and if Raj is there with him, it's they're really we're gonna get a solid gold return. So they're really not gonna be useful. So we only got Ireland to do security for the phones. I'm, I'm, I'm mm. nominating Mark Cates. But oh. it would be a best. It would be the best event, and Mason would be jealous that he didn't show up and. 
nobody missed him. So well, he wanted he to go to the second and, one. And that he didn't think of it first, for sure. Exactly. So he'd create this fake beef and get rid of the alliance again. So that's why it should be done. <laughs> yeah. I do like this idea, though, of bringing solid gold back. It was dazzling. I do, too. Together. But we can't, ha- we can't have this event if Mysterio don't show up. Then it's then oh, it's not worth it. There I'll, does need to be a Mysterio. Appearance. I'll send an email, see if you know if he's available. Yeah, and uh, and try and see what I can do. And or 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 LZ yes. stand in shirtless by ATM. That that yeah. that would suffice too. If you supply the ATM, you know, I'll be shirtless. Listen, so there so we go. Gelato Drew, you don't care about the finals. Who does? Uh, let's wait for the Reyes. Boring, hard, George. It's. I like Booker. Booker Cabal, I like CP3, but it's a blip in the NBA storyline. We're worried about LeBron getting healthy. We're worried about the real matchup. Lakers, Nets. Why That's don't you the think real this is the real NBA matchup? Twitter's. Why don't you think because this is a real everybody, matchup? It's a real matchup, LZ, but if we go by NBA Twitter, which is hilarious, like everybody's waiting for next year, everybody's injured. We're watching it, but we're not No, I, I it's, not titula- it's not titillating. It's I like agree. the Toronto Finals. Yeah. No, but at least you had Golden State like, there. Golden State yeah, was it's like down, the seventy nine. No, no, but you had finals. Steph Who, still. You still had Steph. It's like the it's it's like the seventy nine NBA Finals. Who won that? Seattle. Seattle. Like, yeah, but like who who really remembers that? But Dennis Johnson was MVP. These two guys did because right. I didn't. DJ man. Yeah. DJ's MVP. The you talking to a basketball fan, nerd? The, the casual. The well, ca- Kaplan. I think Kaplan. Really I think Kaplan is on your side, July. I am on your side. Listen, let me say this. Yeah. Um. I understand it's the finals and we're in the championship round. But if this were the NFL and you told me that Carolina was playing Jacksonville in the Super Bowl, I'd be like, well, it's the Super Bowl, so it doesn't really matter to me who's playing. I'm 100% all in. Well, we're at the NBA finals here, and it's not so much that the Lakers season ended and, and my interest in basketball completely went away. And it's not big market, small market. It's just, for whatever reason, this finals just has not been able to capture what I'll call a casual fan versus the hardcore fan. So I'm with you. You know, last night I found myself going, you know what? Um, There's a baseball game on. And frankly, I think the baseball game in early July is more interesting than game one of the finals. Now, if we get to game seven and there's two seconds to go and it's tied, I'm there. But at least through game one, I'm not captured by the storylines of this finals. Okay. And I know, um, I know you guys, George and LZ, I know you guys are hardcore basketball, NBA. You guys love it. This is your number one sport, at least the way I hear it. Um, for me, it's NFL football. So I'm just not I, – I like Booker, too. I like the story of CP3. I thought it was interesting that Giannis came back last night and put out the kind of performance that he did on a bum knee. There are storylines. It's just not it, – the Super Bowl, it doesn't matter who's playing. This is not exciting. Perhaps it will get exciting. I think it will. I think it's going to go seven, and I think when you get a game seven, I think people are going to watch, no matter what it is. I think anytime you compare a singular event to a series, you're going to have – some differing viewership. Sure. Oh, fair. there's no question. I think if that's there was totally a, fair. that's the reason why we keep going to Game Seven. Comparing a Game Seven to the Super Bowl, it's more accurate, more apples to apples, as opposed to a, a seven-game series over the stretch of two weeks versus a one-time event on a Sunday. But you know what? No one knows who's in the you know semifinals and Wimbledon except for probably me. So we all got our stuff. Right. It ain't Roger Federer because he lost today. Ooh, sweet Lord Jesus, everything flashed before my eyes. Man, he got old quick like, today. He got old quick today. Good and Lord, I was, like, I was watching that, I was like, and that I, I turned around, me? and I was like, yo, he's down two sets. What the hell just happened? I, was, I just turned this thing on. Man, he started to look old right yeah. before our eyes. Very quickly. Like, yeah. I was like, is that going to happen to me? Yeah. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought, you know, selfishly, because I was just like, because I feel great right now. And Roger was looking really good like last week. Right, and in the second set, he actually started off really well, and then it was like downhill. He lost like five straight, right? And he looked exhausted. Yeah, yeah, he looked tired. I would Uh, be curious, though, George, if if other callers call in and say things like, no, I'm 100% in on these NBA finals, or no, I'm actually not in on these NBA finals. Because your point was that we've gone two hours and 11 minutes, and this is the first talk of the finals. Right. 
We've also had really funny conversations today. That's, it's been mm-hmm. a great day. Yeah. Uh, let me ask Kavan in Westwood real quick. Kavan, what's up? Hey, I love you guys so much. I listen to 710 every day. Thank, Thank you. you. Love to hear that. This is your favorite show, right? Uh, it was Mason in Ireland, but now it's this one for sure. That is my call. Let's make sure right. we keep that clip. Let's keep yeah, that in Send that open. to Mason yes. in Ireland tomorrow. That Kevon in, um, in uh, Westwood. And you when you call like Mason them. in Ireland, it's okay. You can tell them that they're your favorite show because that's what I would do. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I probably will. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I just called in to say that I don't care about the NBA Finals. I mean, I get it. I, I get it. It did only, you you know, it only did it about seven night? and a half million people yesterday. So. Did you watch any of it, Kevon? Did you watch any of it, dude? Yeah, I'm a Laker fan. I did watch it. It's kind of an interesting storyline with CP3 maybe getting the ring, and Giannis is fun to root for, but I found myself bored. Like, if there's a Game 7, I agree. That would be fun to watch, but I was just kind of bored. Yeah, I feel you. All right, Kayvon, thank you, buddy. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, sir. All right. Um, we'll keep this going, Eight seven 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 ten espn Also, we have – who does the gentleman from the Celebrity Encounter still there or no? Uh, yes, he is. Frank, go get this man. He's been on hold forever. Frank in Fullerton. Frank, what was your crappy celebrity encounter? Uh, first off, Celebrity Bad Girl is a good 80s song that you guys oh. I don't think mentioned. And uh, my celebrity encounter was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <gasps> it was over there at LA Live. I was on a hot date. After my hot date, we were walking around, and I see this tall man standing right there. And I, I'd recognize him, but as you guys know, I'm pretty young. I didn't even know Jimmy Carter was the, the not the vice president of the United States. So I just walk up to him and I say, hey, aren't you a basketball player? Oh, no. Aren't you a basketball? You said, aren't you a basketball player? He's like the GOAT. I was was starstruck. I was, like, nervous. I was on a hot date, like I said. And he just looked at me, gave me this mean old look and walked away. I turn on the news the next day and he's getting a statue in front of Staples Center. So I know it was him. Damn. Jeez, aren't yeah, I'm you not, a bad yeah, that's, that's not a bad celebrity encounter. I mean, that's a bad fan encounter. Yeah, yeah. That, that's on you, bro. <laughs> no, that's that on, on you, Kareem. Holmes. Yeah. I mean, Kareem, can, I can see where he could be a little prickly. You know, people have said that in the past. Not with me. Uh, but he has. He can be a little prickly with some people, they say. But that's you, bro. That ain't him. 100%. <laughs> All right, Frankie. Be good, bro. All right. 877-710-ESPN. Give us your bad celebrity encounter. Also, do you steal fruit or vegetables from your neighbor's trees? Uh, 877-710-ESPN. Coming up next, uh, we'll also take your calls if you're watching or care about these NBA Finals. If you do care, tell us why. If you don't, that's fine, too. Tell us. Uh, but Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay did a podcast together, and they talked about their teams and the stuff they're jealous about with each other. All that coming up in just a few moments. Stick around. We're back in two minutes here on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Yes, sir. Now, this is 80s right here. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, you know what this makes me think of? This song. John Leguizamo did a stand-up years ago, and he did it to this song constantly throughout the whole thing. If you ever listen, if you listen to John Leguizamo at all, he was hysterical. Apparently not. No, I'm not. I mean, I like like I mean, I like Leguizamo in certain characters. Like I've seen, I'm not, I'm not big on his stand up. Like I haven't watched his stand up a ton, so sorry. Probably should have workshopped that one before uh, you threw it by us. Well, I mean, we were playing the song. It's what it makes me think of. I was just letting you know. Sorry that you didn't enjoy my my take. <laughs> I, you know, I just haven't seen a ton of. Uh, you know, he's, I just haven't seen a ton funny. of his. Have you seen a ton of his uh, stand-up acts? Like I got Scott or else? Nope, he? got nothing on John Leguizamo. But, dude, I'll tell you this. This song, you say it reminds you of that. Again, these songs we've been playing here this afternoon, these 80s songs, I am transformed to the roller skating rink in the early to mid-80s. And I know I, I may be out of my mind, but for some reason I still think I could walk into a skating rink right now, throw on some skates, 
get out on that rink and rock it like a mofo. Yeah, I think you, uh, you're... You're out of your mind. Yeah, I don't think that can happen. Should have workshop that, Scott. Yeah. yeah. You guys I, I, I you just, can? Any, anybody here think they could get on skates right now and still no. have their, their game? No, I, can, I don't. I can get on skates. Right, and be okay, but I can't okay. dance like can't that dance, already. Right. Yeah, not, not, like, not after doing it for two decades or whatever, right. yeah. I could snap a finger and keep the rhythm. Right. Maybe I could bounce a little on, on one knee as, a, as, 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 you know, as like I'm putting the other foot forward. But a shuffling not, action? Yeah, a little shuffle almost, like almost yeah. like I'm walking. Mm-hmm. But maybe, but they, even that, I need a couple of trips around before I can feel comfortable. Think doing you need yeah. Nothing backwards for two on? weeks. Nothing backwards for two weeks. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm yeah. backwards Oh, right easily. Away. A I'm month for me. Maybe no, a month. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Yeah, no way, no way. I got no. my A game Dude, right away. So I took my kid, uh, my oldest, to go ice skating uh, right before the pandemic, actually. Mm-hmm. And you know, I wanted to teach her how to ice skate a little bit. And uh, and even I, who had not been on ice skates in easily fifteen years, okay, was like, whoa, whoa, I should probably. I, I, I that, it was the last time my mom was here, so it was a year and a half ago. So my mom, I told her, hold on, sit here with grandma for a second so daddy can get comfortable with the ice again for a second. <laughs> and I had to go around a few times until I was like, okay, I feel good now. And then I brought her on the ice with me. So to your, to your point, LZ, I think Scott's nuts. No, I'm telling you. I'm going to go do it. I'm going to go do it this weekend. Go, go do it. Go find a, where is there, go find a roller no skating idea. rink. Anybody yes. know where there's a roller skating rink? I mean, this is not good. Yeah. Uh, Laura, do you think he can pull that off? I mean, it's Scott. Hell no. Right. He has no coordination. <laughs> oh, you are so wrong, girlfriend. You are so Prove wrong. Me there, there is video. He's an man. athlete. There is that's video to yeah. back her up. That's yeah, right. you're dancing. I mean, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Rhythm and coordination are two totally different issues we're talking about here. Obviously, well, via the video. Mm. Mm. The rhythm was to the left, your coordination was at the right, and I didn't know what you were looking for. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, I'm feeling confident about it. That's all I'm saying. Do you? If you feel confident, you think you can knock it out the park, that, that's already 50% of the job. You're exactly right. Absolutely. you got to have belief. Mm-hmm. Right. The other 50 is letting us know which area hospitals you might be in <laughs> in case you want to show up on Monday. Maybe I'll wear a helmet. Maybe. Please do. We like you. We want you back. Yeah. Maybe I'll wear elbow pads, too. All right, so, George? Yeah. There was a basketball game last night. There was. That apparently two people don't care about. Right. I cared about it. I did watch it. I did. Chris Paul was a badass. And exactly what I told you yesterday is what happened. I said, if Milwaukee lets Chris Paul score, like go off and score, they're toast. And that's what happened yesterday. That is what happened. Also, what I said was true. That DeAndre Ayton was too much for Brooke Lopez, and he found himself sitting on the bench. Yeah. By the way, great job by Chris Paul. Awful job by Mike Budenholzer. Because I, I know that it's in vogue these days that everybody switches on defense. But the Bucks do this thing, and I'm going to get a little dorky on you. Not only do they switch, but they do something called drop coverage, yep. which is like the bigs kind of fall back. A right, little which bit. Which is ridiculous. Right. To just, and they give you kind of space to shoot. To a mid-range um, jump shooter. With Chris Paul, who is the best mid-range <laughs> jump shooter of a generation and maybe of all time. Um, and, and what ended up happening was Chris Paul was just like, oh, y'all going to just switch on Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis on me all day? Right. Sure, I'll take that. I mean, it's like, what are you doing if you're Mike Budenholzer? At some point, tell Drew Holiday, local kid, shout out to him. Shout Yo, out. don't switch. No matter what, just fight over that damn screen. It was, it was ridiculous because I think he got Bobby like four times in a row from every possible scoring position. Yeah, And really I was like, was we still bad. doing this? Yeah, I thought bad. this was a commercial. It was What's bad. Happening? It you was guys bad. are impressing me right now that you, you watched the game this intently. You love the game this much. I'm, um, I'm on the other side of this one, and I know we've had callers already call in, but I'm on the other side of, you know what? Um, it's just not, it's not doing anything for me. Now, again, it gets to game seven. I'm in on game seven. And listen, I'm not saying I wasn't watching. I was, but I just wasn't entertained. I don't have a horse in the race. You know, I don't have a rooting interest per se. And that's why I think that in, in a lot of this, I'm, re- I'm just not into it. But I, listen, I like the storyline of Chris Paul. I like the storyline of Booker. Well, I mean, I like let's all be the... real with the cap. I let you do it the first time. Go ahead. You're not an NBA fan. No, no, I'm not. I'm so I'm, so it and, does. So what? And by what, the way, what you're arguing doesn't really matter because 
you're not an NBA fan. Right, but LZ. So it didn't really a- it didn't really matter what the matchup would be. If it wasn't local or required for work, you wouldn't have watched anyway because you're not right. an NBA fan. Right. But but hold on. To be fair, it's like saying, are you a Major League Baseball fan or are you a fan of your team? You know, I don't think I'm an MLB fan. I don't love the league. I don't follow every last thing. I follow the division. I follow the race. I follow a team or teams. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not afraid to tell you that the NBA is not my passion like the NFL is my passion. I'm an NFL fan. I'll watch any NFL game any night of the week. I watch NFL Network, and I watch games from last season. So, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I don't have a problem telling you that, but I watch well, no, it. It's you, not you've entertained. Already, you, you've already told us. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying it's like you're, you're making it sound as if this is unique to you. Well, no, this is actually just you. Well, I think there's a lot of people that'll, that will agree with me. No, I'm not saying that there aren't. I mean, as I said, millions watched, a millions didn't watch. I'm just saying for the sake of this particular conversation, it's not the matchup that you're not intrigued by. It's actually the sport. Right. So if, if the Lakers were playing, that's a different deal for me. No, it's the same deal. You're just interested in a particular brand. I'm interested in a player, a team. Exactly. But yes. it's not the game. Absolutely fair point. And by right. the way, I'm not shying away from that. That's fine. I can live with that. Well, you've been living with it. Where, said, where, so. would the, if the Clippers <laughs> yeah. would have been in, would have been in there, because they were they were growing on you. Yes, right? if the Clippers were in, then I'm a little bit more attached to the storyline of the local side of this, because right. even though even though the Laker fans wouldn't dare ever give any ounce of respect or credit, and by the way, they were proven right ultimately, I would still feel like okay, there's a story. It's local. I'm a Kawhi fan from back in his old days at San Diego State, etc. But yes, you're right. right. I'm not. I'm not a league fan. I'm a team or a guy story fan. Right. Which you know is like me with golf. I can tell you who won. You know, I can tell you generally speaking, real surfacey in terms of who the major players are, both past and present, and stuff like that. Because professionally, is what I'm. I should know. But now, am I ever going to like not, like, you know? I don't watch a major do list Tigers Sat- involved right. or do some something on Saturday and stop and right. say there's golf on television. Yeah. I'm never doing yeah. that. Right. I, unless there's history involved, like I know going into the Sunday of a, of a major that there's some sort of historical thing on the line or Tigers involved, then right. I'll watch. If not, eh, not really. Not right. for me. Yeah. But, you, guys weren't, uh, you guys weren't spending your whole afternoon yesterday watching the match with Aaron Rodgers and Tom No, Brady. I didn't even know it happened yesterday, to be honest Isn't with you. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Most people didn't either, I right. presume, because like it was a random wh- day of the week. So. Why would they put this thing on, spend all this money, and televise it on a it's channel? Called counter programming. Say it's called counter-programming. It's called counter-programming. No, but they used to have it on the weekend the first few times they did it. So that yeah. was the thing. It was but weird. But there were different players. Right? I don't know. I got to tell you, man. I, I was shocked. Yeah, was I mean, two of, those, two of those people, two of those, I mean, the two golfing pros aren't necessarily, like, the people who are going to make you stop on a weekend anyway. If right, not it's probably a- the celebrity types, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, listen, we're going to get into, we can discuss this further on the other side, but we also have the segment that everybody waits for each and every day. It's our most popular segment on the show, Big Deal or No Deal. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Actually, before Greg takes it away, I know we have a full board of 10 calls, which we will get to. Greg only has five questions for Big Deal or No Deal. It's our most popular segment, so we're going to do that. And speaking of big deals, it's a big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. So call my friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law at 800-304-2000. That's 800-304-2000 because you deserve what's right. By the way, speaking of what's right, Max Kellerman is out the next two days, Thursday and Friday. I will be in for Max, so uh, tune in at 11. Um, for shenanigans with me and Raj uh, for two days. Uh, go ahead, Greg. All right. Uh, LZ, Hugh mm-hmm. Jackman is causing some stir. Is the music on? I can't hear it. Yeah, it's there. Oh, okay. Hugh Jackman is. is. Okay. Hugh Jackman. One more time. 
Hugh Jackman is causing some stir on the Did internet. Did he take his shirt off again? No. Oh. He posted two photos to on to his Instagram. Was his shirt off in the photos? Not yet. Oh, okay. Right. LZ, real quick, Greg, pause. Oh Remind me in the break to tell you a funny Hugh Jackman story that is definitely not for him. That's going to be in the event. We're going to talk about the event? Perhaps. Sounds like what I need to know. <laughs> yes. All right, so in the first photo, mm-hmm. there is a concept Wolverine image of a hand with three of the with the three iconic adamantium claws. Mm-hmm. The second image shows Marvel boss Kevin Feige and Hugh Jackman smiling side by side. Ooh. Are these photos Ooh. a big deal or no deal? Uh-oh. You nasty Greg. <laughs> you filthy dirty you bad boy. Of course it's a big deal. Of course it's a big deal. Of course, this is huge, huge in the comic book cop like movie world. To have Wolverine resurrected, by the way, Logan, one of the greatest movies, not comic book movies. Logan is an excellent movie. You're it's right. It's just an excellent movie. It is. It's very much like, it reminds me of kind of like the Nolan Batmans in the sense yes. it's a little dark. Exactly. Um, yeah, it, it was very well done. Yeah. I was really shocked that Patrick Stewart's work wasn't recognized. But anyway, yeah. Um, that... The ending to Logan was so perfect that I was like, okay, I'm good. You know, he's done. He's not doing this role anymore. Fine. But if he gets with Marvel, I don't care what diet you need. I don't care what kind of claws you got to put on. If you get a chance to join this Marvel team of producers and directors and brilliant writers and other fantastic performers, we'll forget all about all those bad X-Men movies. All of them. There were some bad ones. There were some real bad ones. So huge deal. Yeah, I would say big deal as well for all the reasons LZ alluded to. I couldn't say it better. I'm going no deal because you guys know my my thoughts on all these movies. Like I'm not into them. So for me, it's not <laughs> you a still big only deal. watch Captain America, right? right. I'm, I'm Captain America <laughs> and I'm I'm Iron Man. I'm I'm two in. Oh, there you go. Two. That's yeah. more than I thought. Yeah. There you go. All right. Next. And by the. He said next. Go ahead, Greg. He I'm did. Sorry. But uh, <laughs> by the way. Them being in the multiverse, he'll fit right in very, oh, very easily. Dude, by the, so by the awesome. way, before Greg goes, we are going to be on for 20 straight minutes here. Uh, we're only going to pause for traffic. Literally, Karen will t- give us traffic for 30 seconds, and we will continue through straight through. So don't well, what worry What if I have to go to the bathroom? I mean, well, you're going to have to wait till 57 now. Yeah, you got to wait for those 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah, all, right. all right, Scott, I'm going to do something that I never thought I would bottle. do. <laughs> all right, Scott, I didn't think I would ever do this, but I'm going to say something nice about the Padres. Um, okay. We know Fernando Tatis Jr. is a hell of a talent. Man, he's mm-hmm. incredible. He's really, really good. But what he did last night has my mind completely blown. I'm sure you watched it. Tatis double jumped while standing still. He jumped up for a ball, then seemingly jumped a second time in midair to grab a line drive. Is this a big deal or no deal? So it's two nights ago. Oh, it was two nights ago. Sorry. Yep. And, and you saw the picture... Um, where Tatis hits that home run, I posted it on social media, and I'm sitting there front row. And, George, I don't know how you picked up all this stuff about Kenley Jansen 20 rows out and, and nine pitches in and the first time seeing him all year. I was sitting behind home plate. I can't tell balls and strikes. I'm getting everything wrong. Tatis, <laughs> Tatis goes to make this jump, and the thought was the ball will get over his head. There's no way he can catch this. But he had, like, this breaststroke sort of thing that he did with his legs in midair where he, like, pushed the water, or in this case, the air, yeah. and he seemed to get, like, a few extra inches. So he's up in the air, and then he kicks his legs. He, right, and, kicks out, yeah. Yeah, and somehow elevates even more. So I, it, it's a big deal in that it's such an athletic, incredible play by this kid. Um, and it turned out it was in a losing effort, oh, by the way. But nonetheless, he is, uh, he is an exceptional talent, to be sure. He, he, he is an absolute exceptional talent. I mean, listen, I've been touting him, you know, to sh- the chagrin of Greg, who was trying to doubt uh, his his prowess uh, last year with me. Um, but uh, I would say that he reminds me a bit of a throwback. Like, look, there's obviously been great shortstops um, since this era that I'm going to talk about. But it reminds me of the era of A-Rod, Garcia Parra, and Jeter, you know, all mm-hmm. being like, stars at that position and obviously Cal Ripken before them right like it it just but from an athleticism standpoint he's even better than those three guys I mentioned who at that time were considered tremendous athletes at that particular position I don't know if he's more I don't know if he's a better athlete than Jeter 
Oh, I think he's a way better athlete than Jeter. I think you're underestimating Jeter's dexterity. No, Jeter just Jeter was less of an athlete than even A Rod. The difference was that Jeter made he everything was like super dramatic when he did it because he didn't have the athleticism that a guy like A Rod had. It's funny, like as I said, I think it's the dexterity thing for me. Like the way that Jeter moved in that position to make the plays. I would just always be like, what is he in yoga like 12 hours a day? Like, how is he doing? <laughs> He's doing this. So I, th- I think there's different kinds of, ex- of, of athleticism. I appreciated seeing his Gumby like body in that position. Did you guys see this play, though? Did he, you happen he's to such catch a star. This? Did, did you see star. the way he I don't know if he really, really did it. It just looked like he did it. Like, it looked like he somehow found a way to get an extra inch, two, I'm sure, three I'm inches. Sure he did it like an extra reach for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's a star, man. He's, he's great. I mean, he's just at, at that speed, which is the yeah. real thing. It's yeah. not just that he did it, but the speed in which he did it. Because we yeah. see guys, not a ton of guys, but in the NBA, you see plays like that all the time where it looks like guys are seemingly finding an extra jump while they right. jump. Yeah. But it was the speed in which he executed it. That was just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> all right. What's next, Greg? All right, Sedano, I know you guys don't really care about the MLB All-Star game, and it doesn't mean much for much. Terrible uniforms. Yeah, they are awful, yeah. awful yeah. uniforms. Yeah. But it means a lot to Kenley Jansen. He was quoted the other day saying, laughing and disappointment. It's like an, an insult, kind of. I guess I got to put up a zero ERA and have zero blown saves probably for me to get recognized. Is this, quote, overrated or, or <laughs> big deal or no deal? You can put all of them together <laughs> wrong, for that one, game. Man. You can yeah. do all of them with that one. <laughs> Acting like it's in a vacuum. Um, I mean, listen, I, I think he deserves to be in there um, this year, even though I do think he's had some scary moments despite his ERA not being so great. His other metrics aren't great, but he's either bailing himself out or his teammates are bailing him out. Nonetheless, um, you know, Mark Melanson's probably been the best closer, right, in that in that division, I would believe. Yeah, it's just um, difference in blown saves, four blown saves for Melanson, two for Kenley. Right, but again, Kenley has been saved – by his teammates some. Um, look, I, you know, Kenley isn't the same guy he was, but he's having a good season. He deserves to be on the roster. So I would say big deal. I think he's right. Yeah, I'm, I think it's a big deal because it's just another indication that he hears you, Greg. He hears you, George. He hears you, Cap, and he hears me. And there are the brand of athletes who will tell you they don't hear it in their listening. There are the brand of athletes that legitimately aren't listening. Uh, those are few. And then there are the ones who are letting you know, like the KDs and the Kenley Jensen's, that, yo, I hear what you guys are saying, like, all the time. Dame is in that category, too. He's, he's aware of the chatter. My question is now, well, okay, you've acknowledged the chatter, so, you know, what are you going to do to shut us up? Because the chatter is coming from a very specific place, and it has nothing to do with what you've done. It's about everything about where you are. So the, the real way to shut up the chatter isn't to make the All-Star team, it's to... You know, kind of what, what what George is saying. Shut the door. Yeah. Don't don't walk seventeen thousand guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, you know, right. I mean, right. the, the results are there. The process is a little shaky, is what I would say. Right. Uh, it, but I but I would say no deal only because look, there are lots of guys who are snubbed. That that's always a big question. You know, who yeah. is the biggest snub right. of the all? People. It happens. You know. Um, the fans vote, and, and when somebody doesn't make it, you look at it and you go, did this guy get stubbed? Then you look at the rest of the roster and you go, okay, well, this guy's there and this guy's there, and I can understand that. But it, this happens every year. Guys put up good performances, and then they don't make it. And it, it bothers them. It hurts them because they want the honor of being in the All-Star game. I'd say this to Ken Lee. Hey, dude, chill out. Take a couple days off. Rest up and be ready for the second half of the season. By the way, the game is 5-5 right now between the Dodgers and the Marlins. So, listen, it's like Manny Machado. You were talking about Tatis. A lot of people are offended. Oh, Machado, he's such a great defensive third baseman. By the way, he's been on fire in the last maybe three, four weeks. He didn't make it. But you know what? Chris Bryant did. I don't have a huge problem with Chris Bryant making the all-star team. So, I hear what Kenley, I hear that he's upset. I know he thinks it's insulting. Dude, I'm going to say no deal. All right. Go ahead, Greg. All right, Scott. TikTok travel expert 
Zachary Abel said in a recent clip that he joined AARP in his 30s and has since saved thousands of dollars on flights and hotels. Can you do that? Apparently, you don't have to be 50 to join AARP. They huh. just help people over 50, They, but you can join younger. So is this a big deal or no deal? Life hack. First of all, I thought AARP was for people well beyond 50. So that's, let's just start there. I thought this was much older than 50. Now, is it a big deal that this guy was able to join early and then save all this money on all this travel? I would say it is a big deal to him. It's a big deal to the rest of us listening right now who had no idea. So I'll, I'll give him big deal, but I really think it's no deal. Does okay, here's sense? the deal. According to the website, real quick, <laughs> LZ, just so you know, because I know mm-hmm. you like the information. Uh, while AARP is dedicated to people over 50, there is no minimum age to join. Wow. People of all ages can get AARP membership for as low as $12 per year with auto renewal. Anyone can become an AARP member and gain access to hundreds of discounts, programs, and resources. That according to their website. All right. So, what do you think? Big deal or no deal? Life hack. I'm, I'm joining AARP right now. A- yeah, me too. That's a life hack. It's a big deal for me. I'm, 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 I'm literally doing it right now. I'm almost done. <laughs> Greg, what was my face when you, when you said that? <laughs> you, you were like, you can do this? <laughs> I was like, where, why did I not know this? Like, I know. What? And I just read it to you straight from their website. Oh, my so, God. There you so go. save money. for everybody. Save yeah. money. Join yeah. ARP. I'm about to do it right now. I had no idea. Right. Yeah. Oh, Greg, do you have one more or are we do. done? I do. Okay, one more. Go ahead. On to the next and one. we'll get to the calls. Mm-hmm. All right, LZ, Nintendo is going into the movie business. Over the holiday weekend, it was reported that video game powerhouse Nintendo appointed Chris Melendinari, the CEO of Illumination Entertainment, the studio behind anim- animated films such as Des- Despicable Me and The Grinch, to their board of directors to help the company make visual content. They are going to take their games and make movies out of them. Is this a big deal or no deal? Hmm. Um, I think a Zelda movie. Sorry, I was... Finishing up my AARP application. Good for um, you. <laughs> Twelve bucks. Twelve bucks, man. I just started to sign Steve up too. He's gonna have questions when he get home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal, man. It's a big deal because one, that's jobs, right? So I'm all down for jobs. The economy's bouncing back. We had a rough 2020 for a lot of reasons. So this sounds like jobs to me, you know. A lot of union people that can use to work in local catering business and et cetera. So that's good. Two, the industry itself needs more money. This is a good way of drumming up interest because I think there may be a little bit of comic book exhaustion. There may be some musical exhaustion. So this idea of turning more video games into movies is a whole new stream of familiarity that people can flip. Got it. Money. Boom. Yeah. From a quality perspective, George... Yeah, I think it's going to be trash. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, the movie's going to be terrible. Um, now, look, if you did like a Legend of Zelda where it was like dark, I'd be cool with that. Um, you know, kind of like we were talking about with Logan or The Dark Knight or whatever. But, you know, those Mario movies they made in the past were terrible. <laughs> okay? So hopefully it's not like that. I'm going to say big deal if they get that part right. That, that's just what I would say. I would say big deal if, remember the video game they had? Was it, was it the Tyson video game? Yes. So now get Mike Tyson into the Tyson Nintendo video game movie, and now we're talking. And if that happens, I'll go big deal. And what's he going to do? Knock people out when he's old? That's right, George. He's going to play the role of Mike Tyson (laughs) in the video game movie. As an old person. All right. right. Maybe he'll knock out other old people from AARP. All right, that is uh, exactly. That is big deal or no deal. It's a big deal for you to call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my friends at Sam and Ash Injury Law at 800 304 2000. That's 800 304 2000 because you deserve what's right. All right, we are not going to break. We're going to take all these calls that are on the board, but I have to literally just pause. All right, there you go. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Thanks, Kiki. Appreciate it. All right, let's get to these calls. We've got to bang these calls out. We have uh, eight minutes here. Eight minutes. So less, actually, than eight minutes. So Greg is in Alhambra. Wants to talk about a potential event and a celebrity encounter that went wrong. Greg, go. Hey, what up, guys? I uh, just want to give a shout-out to LZ. He's one of my favorite uh, writers, journalists. Him and Scoop Jackson in the mid-2000s on ESPN page two were amazing. Um, Appreciate you. But, yeah, what I wanted to say is uh, my bad celebrity encounter was Baron Davis, actually. I was at this uh, I was at this exclusive party in, like, the Hollywood Hills. Uh, a lot of rappers, Ronnie Turioff, like, some athletes. And Baron Davis walked in, and he came next to me to get a drink. And I just said I was a big fan of the Drew League, you know, and asked him for a picture. And he, like, was just, like, pretty rude and said, like, nah. And he said some other things. And, like, 30 seconds later, like, some other kids, like, went up to him asked for a picture, and he took pictures with them. And I was like, what the hell? That was pretty weird. That is weird. Now, I've had um, plenty of experiences with Baron. Most of them have been great. I had one bad experience, but that was also my fault. I was kind of a a, a smartass. But I did feel like I went up to him too, maybe too abruptly and like maybe came off as too much of a fanboy, but I was a huge fan of Baron. What did you tell me you were a fan of what? With LL Cool J, actually. He was actually really cool, LL Cool J. He took a picture oh, of me instead cool. of uh, a bunch of girls, actually. It was really weird. I was like, well, he chose pictures of me and my homie instead of, like, 20 other girls that were hounding him. So it was hilarious that these girls were looking sad, and he's taking pictures of two men. It's <laughs> funny. Oh, right, probably, probably safety, man. Right. Yeah, that's Nobody true. Sell. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no thyself. <laughs> yeah, I ain't messing with nobody, yeah. He didn't want, you know, LL Cool J ain't no Elton John with LZ. You know what I'm man, saying? No, like, Them L's on stand for losses. Yeah. Uh, Jake in Riverside. Jake, what's your celebrity encounter? Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'm excited to share this story with you all. So I'm a Laker fan first, basketball fan second. As a kid, my dad would take us to the pyramid at Cal State Long Beach to watch the Lakers play their summer league. And uh, this was a season that the Lakers drafted Bynum, and I believe Farmar was on that summer league team. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're watching the game across the court. I see Kevin Garnett sit down with his entourage. So I'm like, oh, man, that's Kevin Garnett. Cool. So I walk, uh, there I go as a 10 to 11-year-old kid. I walk all the way around the arena, down the stairs, and got a few rows back before security stopped me. Then I make eye contact with him, and he just looks at me and doesn't even say a word, turns right around. And then, of all people, Tyron Liu was with him, and he tells me, KG ain't signing no autographs, and I was stuck. I had no idea what to say, and I just kind of turned around and was like, Instantly became a KG hater. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, man. funny. Thanks, Jake. Not um, the kid. Yeah, I know, right? And poor Ty's like, nah, man, don't be messing with him. That's funny. Karik <laughs> uh, in uh, San Luis Obispo. Karik. Hey, uh, SLK, uh, longtime listener, first-time caller. Um, I know you guys are talking about the fruits and vegetables of neighbors uh, stealing them and everything, yeah. so I got a funny story. My, my parents... Uh, they live in Bakersfield, and they went to New York, and they have a lemon tree, and no one ever comes to their house. It's super safe, and they left for about three weeks. I check in one week on a weekend, and they probably had 100 lemons before they left, and there was about three left on there. Oh. So it happens all the time. Neighbors steal fruits and vegetables all the time. That's oh, funny. my gosh. Thank you for the call. That's hilarious. You get no, you're back to a bear tree. That's Yo, funny. they – those people had, mm, you waited till they left. Just go do it till they yeah. could see you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, bold. Keith in El Segundo has a bad encounter with, with, with who? With, who is this bad encounter with? All right, guys. Thanks for taking my call. And this is a story about how I became a Laker hater. So Magic Johnson was the guy no. I had that experience with twice. Okay, so Magic had Magic and Arsenio Hall had season tickets to the Raiders when they were here in L.A. Uh-huh. Uh, they were, you know, right there at the 50-yard line. My dad had season tickets maybe 10 rows behind him. So one day, they're there at the game. I'm at the game. They go to leave, and I go to follow them. And there's probably like 13, 14 kids behind. And Magic keeps telling us, oh, you got to go to the forum. Go to the forum. Go to the forum later that game. So um, they blow us off, and they leave. Um, I'm still kind of pumped up. Magic's my favorite player, so we're going to go to another game. And this time, I've got the Sports Illustrated with Magic doing the hook shot. It says Magic over the cover after he had announced that he had HIV. So I brought that with me. I had my Sharpie pen, and when Magic and Arsenio went to leave, it was only me and one other kid behind them. 
And I was like, hey, Magic, would you sign my Sports Illustrated? And he wouldn't even turn around and acknowledge us. And I opened it up to the page where it says, if you see me in public, don't be scared to ask me for an autograph. I pointed to it and said, hey, Magic, it says here, if I see you in public, don't be scared to ask you for an autograph. I'm asking you for an autograph. He wouldn't even turn around and acknowledge us. That day, I became a Laker hater for a better part of 20 years. And then Kobe is the one that got me out of that with a great experience with Kobe. But, yeah, Magic's the one that did me dirty. Wow, Keith, that's crazy. Damn. I'm just going to assume that maybe he was having a rough day. And I'm not saying that you you don't deserve to have your feelings and you don't deserve to, to respond to it the way that you responded to it. It's just having been around Magic as long as I have and in different places as I have, He's always been very kind that to is, me, too. That yeah. is one of the most unmagic-like stories I've ever heard. Not saying it's not true. I'm just saying it's an anomaly, and maybe he was just having a really bad day. Or, Twice. you know, you, you start signing an autograph in public like that, and then the next – because, listen, he stands out, right? Next thing you know, it could turn into a feeding frenzy of some sort. I'm not yeah. making excuses because I wasn't there either, but that is that is, seems very out of character. All right, we got one minute. Uh, Beto and Whittier. Beto and Whittier, line nine. What's up, Beto? Hermanos, I'll make it real quick. So, yes, uh, hell yeah, who doesn't like organic fruit, bro? I got a guava tree next door and a, a lemon tree across the street. If no one picks it, then it's just going to be wasted food. So I'll, I'll, I'll move on from that. Um, Planet Patrol, uh, play at your own risk. That's, oh, that's good, a good that's one. Good beat. Mm-hmm. Or, or anything, or anything from the Gap Band, or uh, thirty seconds. Yeah, the Gap Band. Oh, last thing, last thing. Uh, Reggie Jackson, uh, the baseball player, Mister October. Everybody pretty much knows he's he's a salty ass. But <laughs> I was eight years old, and he pushed me away from an autograph. The guy that picked me up was Eddie Murray. I'm I'm an Angel hater ever since then. I love but- you both. All right, be, be good, guys. Sorry for those of you on hold. LZ and Cap, great job as always. Late. Great job, Laura and Greg as well. We are done here. We will talk to you mañana at 3.55. See ya.